You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, y'all, just a reminder, we've got the Patreon. It's like the offering plate when it comes around in church. Only give to the Patreon if you feel led. And if you do, know you're really doing the Lord's work since it's the main way we support the pod and ourselves during the pandemic. Head to patreon.com slash megathepodcast. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here. And this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we're always giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We always introduce you to members of our church staff and our community, and I do believe it is a treat and it is a treasure. Well, per usual, I am joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. How are you doing? So nice to see you. I am blessed, my brother. How was your week? Oh, well, I just had a great weekend with my teens coming to Climax because this weekend was Unbound. That's sort of a spring festival that we do uh, with all the other youth groups in the area. And, you know, it's really turned into this great recruiting tool for us. You know, in case those teens come here and they have a better experience than whatever they're doing with their youth group at their kind of boring church. Mm. So I just love to put our best foot forward. And, you know, some of the other churches, they come with icebreakers as mm. they do big sing-along. Uh, I decided to go in a totally different direction. Ooh, what did you do? Well, I hired a Dippin' Dots truck. Awesome. And I also got a Bluetooth photo booth awesome. so teens could just <laughs> upload Climax-branded, you know, photos right to the socials. And then, you know, the big hit was I did get a bouncy house, which I called Jump for Jesus. <laughs> and that was really fun, of course, you know. Uh, that was until, uh, you know, two of my teens, I don't like to name names, but uh, Jeremothy Swagekos uh, suplexed Ottoman Saladay and just dislocated his coccyx. Oh, no. So that was really bad. But, you know, really, Hallie, I, uh, I, I really wanted to take this time today to just talk about something, clear up something in my personal life, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, I think I mentioned him before, but uh, do you know this guy, Clay, Clay Mason? Mason Bannerman? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think I, I think I maybe have said, you know, he's this guy that I was trying to be friends with, and I helped him out with his son, Popsicles, after his son, Raylan Bannerman, abandoned it. That would make it his grandson. Uh, whatever. And um, so, really, Hallie, I'm just here to say that we are officially not friends anymore. Oh. Uh 
And, you know, that when someone is toxic, there is just nothing you can do about it. And I can love the sinner and hate the sin with him, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jesus would, what Jesus would do in this scenario is pray for him, but basically be like, look, I told you how you should be living your life and you're not. So I'll catch up with you later when you get your life right. And until then, lose my number. Oh, love the sinner, hate the sin. What, what happened? You know, I really don't want to go into it, Hallie, because he does listen to the podcast. Well, maybe you guys could just... Look, Hallie, he's a narcissist, and you can't cure that. Okay. And it's toxic, and it's ridiculous, and all the time and money in the world is not going to fix it. And he's not going to be a part of my life, so I'm really too busy for that, you know? Well, maybe you could could just... Hallie, the excess in the lying, in the sneaking around, in the parties, in the sin, Hallie. The sin. The sin. Well, I think... It doesn't matter what you think, Hallie. I'm talking about sin. Sin. Okay, but Sin. I I was talking about sin, Hallie. Friggin' sin. So... But what was the... I just wanted to ask... Hallie, I don't want to go into it. S-I-N. End of story. How was your weekend? Oh, well, um, you know, my son Day is always giving me grief and he says all these things that we believe, well, the thing he's been up in my grill about this week is that um, he's like, mom, all these things that we believe, they're, they're ideas. They're not like these universal, factual, tr- you know, like truths or whatever. These are just like ideas and we want massive group commitment to just these ideas and we'll even wage wars about ideas well i'll tell you sin is a pretty big idea anyway so he and i are always going at it because he's challenging me as you know and he's saying that i'm a fundamentalist and a literalist and i say day that's not true i believe every single word of the bible is true and god breathed and inherent inerrant and infallible and that it applies to every person who ever lived on this planet regardless of century or country or creed and in fact you know i believe it is all facts in the bible it is universal truths and it should be taken literally as all truths should be taken literally and if that means you got to call me a literalist well fine if that's what that means right anyway um, it's day- like you should take something literally when they're like, don't call me, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. So anyway, Day is always pointing out how the Bible, you know, think the same old things like treats women as property, advocates polygamy, supports slavery, all those old chestnuts. And I say, Day, I take the deeper truths from the Bible. It is a voice of singularity. It's truth and the truth lights my path. And Day said, <laughs> this week he says to me, he goes, but the Bible begins with two contradictory accounts of creation. How can you say it has a singular voice? And I said, no, it does not. And he said, yes, it does. And I says, no, it doesn't. And he says, yes, it does. And I says, no, it doesn't. And he said, yes, it does. And I said, no. And he goes, mom, please go read Genesis 1 and then read Genesis 2 and then come talk to me. Okay. Did you? I did. Because he's been telling me that I use the Bible as a prop. Instead of using it to further the church's agenda and force my desired lifestyle on everyone everywhere, I should start actually reading it. And as you know, Gray, I read the entire Bible every year in my walk through the Bible program. And most people don't even do that. That is right. I read the whole Bible from cover to cover every single year, all 66 books. I know a lot of people who don't do that. And I know one person definitely who doesn't do that. 
Well, I actually read the Bible constantly in my devotions. And so I sit down to read it and I read the first one, I read the second one, the chapters of Genesis, and then I read them again. And I'm like, wait a second. And I was like, man, I've read these so many times, but maybe I wasn't really thinking about what I was reading because sometimes, you know, maybe my eyes do just run over all the words uh, because I mostly honestly rely on the commentary that my walk through the Bible um, gives me. Oh, right. You know, it tells you what to notice in what you just read and then what meaning to take from everything. So I don't really have to think about it. I just read the like walk through the Bible. Right. And sometimes that's good because it makes it, you know, pretty easy. Yeah. So I sat down to read it to like spite my son Jay. And um, when I sat and read it, I just was like thinking about each and every word. And I was trying to really comprehend and retain what it was saying. Have you ever done that with the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1 and 2? I mean, how can you even be friends if you're on totally different wavelengths? Hmm. Well, anyway, it's weird because there are these two kind of contradicting accounts in these two chapters of the Bible. There's one story and then there's another story and they don't match up with each other at all. And I'm honestly kind of surprised that I never noticed that. (laughs) And I thought, why didn't I ever notice that before? And I didn't know what to make of it. And Day said, you know, Mom, maybe the Bible shouldn't be considered one voice or a singular point of view, but many, many points of view. Like there are lots of different voices in the Bible. And Mom, that's called pluralism. And I said, I don't know what that means, but I pretty, I'm pretty sure we're not, that's not the Bible. And we're not supposed right. to say that. Yeah. And Day goes, no, mom, the Bible begins with pluralism. This is a text that we hold sacred. And so maybe it should be seen as a dialogue instead of a monologue. Like it's not teaching at us, but it's encouraging us to kind of, you know, like talk about it and wrestle with it and take things from it. Maybe the Bible itself is starting out with contradictory stories, almost as if maybe it's suggesting that there are a lot of ways to see things and that we can wrestle with the text and we can find symbolism and metaphor rather than one truth to rule them all, one truth to bind them, one truth to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. I don't know. Eventually dialogue just doesn't work and you got to go with one point of view, especially when there's, you know, controversy. Yeah. So, you know how I've been, um, I was thinking about this great, you know how I've been um, taking my Koine Greek classes so I could um, interpret the New Testament? Oh yeah, that's cool. I started looking and I was like, maybe I should look up some of this Hebrew stuff and see what I can learn online um, so I can understand the original source material for the Old Testament too. Because like, if we're basing our whole idea of reality on this and how the world got here and the creation story as like scientific fact and everything, you know, maybe I should look it all up. And so you can find some of this stuff online. You know what? One of the most interesting things I found. What's that, Hallie? I thought Adam in the creation story was like a guy's name, like my neighbor with the long red ponytail. Adam? Yeah. It's not a name, Adam. The word is Adam. And it turns out Adam in the original Hebrew language means like earthling or groundling. Earthling a groundling? Yeah, because the word for earth in Hebrew is Adama. 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 And so Adam is earthling. Okay, so... (laughs) It makes it kind of sound like a sci-fi movie, doesn't it? Like, what is this, Battlestar Galactica? So evidently, Adam is a primordial human, 
that's genderless until the moment God splits it, creating ish and isha simultaneously. So it's this like androgynous, is that how you say it? It's this androgynous human prototype who becomes a male when the deity physically alters it to create a female, which is kind of interesting, don't you think? Because like we've built all of society on the fact that God created man in his image and then women were an afterthought. We're just like some McRibs, you know, and then how different do you think things would look if we knew that it actually said that there was no male identity until the female was created? Huh? Isn't that wild? Ish, male, and Isha, female, they were split simultaneously, created at the exact same time. They were split, kind of like you and Clay Mason Bannerman. I have no idea who you're talking about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Well, just like the Psalms tell us to lift up our voices and sing, our guest today celebrates a true voice for Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Miss Laban Bobertson. Hi. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. Laban, it's so nice to see you. And you know, it, that name, Laban, I usually associate it as a man's name and usually a name that not many, you know, it, it is a Christian name, but is, you know, it's usually a guy's name and it's from the Old Testament. I, it's, it's just peculiar that you've got that name, Laban. Yes, yes. My mom was super inspired um, in the book of Genesis, you know, um, he did he did some sneaky things and I think that she was feeling kind of like spicy when she wanted to name me. It was like, let's have some fun. That is uh-huh. right. Well, were you sneaking around in utero being a little uh, <laughs> being a little stinker? You know, she did say I did kick quite a lot. Oh that yeah, you're a kicker. <laughs> so really getting wild in there. That is great. Well, Laban, I I mentioned in your little intro that um there you celebrate a certain voice for Christ, a wonderful saint. And you have a whole um, Christ-centered small group based on this person. Why don't you tell us who she is and why you love her and what you're doing? <laughs> okay, I'm so happy to spread the word of God, of course, but also the voice of Reba McIntyre. Excuse me, Reba Nell McIntyre. Oh, her middle name is Nell? Nell. Oh, Nell. Nell. Now? Nell. Like it's happening right now? No, um, Nell. Oh, all right. Like not then, like bring it over here right now. Um, no, like kind of like Reba Nell. Oh, like, okay. Nell. Okay, right. Nell. Yeah. No. Oh, well. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah. Let's do it immediately. Reba Nell.
That's cool. So what is it about Reba that you like so much? Well, um, where to start? Um, you know, this woman is 65 years old, but she has had it together since she was five. Okay. Yeah. Um, She's just been a woman of Christ her whole life. And I feel like a lot of times when celebrities kind of get into the limelight, they lose their, they forget who they are. Mm -hmm. They forget where they came from. Reba never forgot. She gives it up to our Lord all the time. And she's just, uh, she's, first of all, she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh And um, she has the body of a teenager. Really? Does she? Incredibly uh, everything is perky. Wow. Everything is perky. Everything is tight. I'm so surprised to hear she's 65 because, I mean, she's got that gorgeous, vibrant red hair. Her face is, I mean, she is keeping it right and she is keeping it tight. And you have a, a really similar hair, yeah. I guess. So, yeah, like, is that a wig that? or is that your hair that's exactly like her hair? Thank you so much. No, it is my own hair. Oh. I, I It did take several um trips to the barber shop but i think uh, that finally i've got it right <laughs> you nailed it you look exactly like her hair oh that's so cool oh, thank you so much so how do you use reba to uh to do your small group so in reba reborn um the group is for devoted christians but also devoted reba fans oh, cool. Um, oh, cool. so we take scripture and quotes from reba and we melt them together oh cool and we do a lot of um singing a lot you know so we're not part of the choir i do want to just be straightforward we, we're not trying to step on any toes but we do a lot of singing and then sometimes i'll make everybody kind of act out episodes from reba oh, did she have oh, a show tv show oh. oh she has a show oh my gosh you don't know that you don't know she has a TV show? No, I don't oh. really pay attention to Reber, but No, I've seen it. It's a good comedy. Oh, it's 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 the best comedy. Where can I find it? What's it on? Hulu. Oh, I got that. Or TV Land or honestly, if you want to come to we have a upcoming show the end of this month that you could come to we're reenacting the whole season 4. Um but we're just but don't worry. We do like anything that's kind of like Oh, like that's not really Christian. We 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 substitute the word God. Oh. oh, cool. Now, when you do the reenactments of her TV show seasons, who who plays Reba? Do you have to take turns, or do you get it because of the hair? Well, so I don't um I don't really hold auditions yet. It's just me playing all of the family members. But but the other people in the club are definitely on the sidelines, like ready to come in if I ever need help. I see. So I do, I play everybody. I, I mean, I don't have Hulu or TV. So are the new episodes coming out? Or? Are there new episodes of Reba coming out? Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's been off for a while. It only lasted six seasons. Oh, okay. So, so what you guys do, I'm just trying to, you know, I think it's awesome, but what you do, it sounds like to me is you guys get around and you've got this you know, lady that you all really love, and then you 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 do the the parts of the la- this this Reba lady, and you do a bit of Bible. Yes, and I just think this is really, um, I guess I would say specific. It's yeah, it's definitely specific. It's we're definitely devoted. Um, you know, I think when I first saw that Reba's first break into the industry was her in first grade singing Away in a Manger. I knew this was meant to be. Now, did you become a Christian because Reba is a Christian? Yes. Awesome. I was really headed towards a bad path as a child. Oh, Oh, what were you doing? Well, I was cutting up rats. I Then my mom said, you know, this is a sign of a serial killer. You know, if you're killing... 
if you are killing animals at a young age and enjoying it, this this is a bad sign. And I can't help it sometimes when I really get into a song or when I'm really getting into food or enjoying an activity, like I'll sort of start to st- speak in tongues, but it becomes sort of demonic. I, it kind of takes me over. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was headed down a bad path. Oh, well, your mom could be right. I am now like I have a picture of Reba on my ceiling so that if I'm like sort of feeling tempted, I'll see Reba's face and remember to no stay in line. You have a path. You have a journey to stay on. And it doesn't include rats. She's okay. always looking down on you. That's she beautiful. Is. is Reba married? Reba um, is divorced. I I know. I know. It's the one part that I try to forget. What happened? Was he hitting her or what? He had to have been, right? Because otherwise, why would she have left him? Right. Well, why would you hit Reba? If I could find that man who hit Reba, I would murder him. Oh, wow. I'd murder him with my bare hands. Wow. She does have a son named Shelby, and I hate Shelby. Why? Well, because he gets Reba and I don't. Oh, how old is he? 30. Wow, Shelby sounds like a... um little kid name or a girl. Shelby sounds like a girl name, but we are gossiping and Psalm 34 says, thou shall not gossip. And about how old are you now? Well, now I'm 20. Okay. So yeah, you're a 20 year old who loves Reber and you, uh, and, you've got this small group. And I love right, a corn okay. dog. Oh, I love corn dogs. I like mini corn dogs. I like full corn dogs. I like a Trader Joe corn dog. I love a county fair corn dog. I love a, um, I love a, a ballpark corn dog. I go ketchup and mustard. What do you do? I like a Costco corn dog. Ooh. So they just smother it in relish. Oh, relish. I never thought of relish. Wow. Now, you do, do you do like a turkey one, a vegan one, a ballpark one? Is it a regular old hot dog in there? What is it? Um, I go full meat. I think that's blood type. You you like meat based on your blood type. So you must be a certain type of blood type that has to be carnivorous. Yeah. Absolutely. You need that protein. Do you guys know the intro song to Reba's show? What's it go like? So you don't know it? Uh, no, I actually never actually heard of this person until you came on. So. Oh, oh, wow. Well, do you want to do the Reba Reborn? Do you want to hear the Reba Reborn version or do you want to hear the real version? Uh, totally. Or maybe both. Ba- Let's maybe start both. with the real version and then we'll hear your small group's version. Okay. Well, I never remember the first it, the first line, so I just... I think it's roots, but here's here we go. My lips are planted in the past. Oh, I have to sing like Reba too, otherwise I can't do it. Of course. My lips are planted in the past, though my life is changing fast. Who I am is who I want to be. A single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. With gentle hands in the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Oh, oh, is that uh, it? That's, that's it. Okay. That's it. Kind of yeah. just kind of ends like awesome. Ends right away okay, so yeah. then what's the Christian, uh, your small group version of oh. of the song? Okay, yeah. My God is planted in my God. God happens so dang fast. Who I am is who I want to be. Just a girl who loves her God, who kisses her God and loves her God. And one day she will become a woman of God. I'm a survivor. That is Awesome. Is it? Thank you. Wow. I mean, Laban, why do you think that so much of country music is Christian crossover? I feel like if you get into the rock and roll world, they're wicked. You get into the hip hop world, 
wicked and full of sin. Um, even some soft rock and smooth jazz. They get very sensual and very um, adulterous and uh, fornicating and all that. But the country singers are so God-honoring. Now, what do you think makes the country music genre such a Christian uh, space? That's a really good question. You know, I would say Reba has been the pioneer. Who knows? Maybe if Reba wasn't around, they wouldn't have their North Star. Maybe they would be singing, you know, songs from the devil. We don't know. But because Reba has stayed so steadfast, I think they've she's been their North Star. That's awesome. And about how many people do you have coming to the small group right now? Um, so right now we have about two or three devoted awesome. um, people coming. And, but we're, we're, we're definitely, we've got a wait list. Oh, cool. And do you have to do a lot of research to really, you know, study the Bible so that you know what you're going to talk about in your small group and the ways in which the Bible stories relate to, um, you know, what it means to be a Reba fan? Oh yeah. It does take a lot of research and a lot of homework. Um, I, I will try and find similarities between, you know, old stories and maybe how, what would Reba have done in that situation? What would Reba have done if God told her to kill her brother, oh, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what would, would she, she have, have done? done? I think that she would have, I think she would have killed her brother. If God asked her to, what would Reba have done in the belly of the whale? Reba would have set up shop. What would she have done if she was in the lion's den? Reba would have wrestled that lion to the ground. What would Reba have done if they said, crucify her? Oh, she would say, then crucify me, people. Put the holes in me. What would Reba have done if the angel Gabriel came to her and said, you are favored among women, Reba, and you are with child, and it is the son of God. Then put that baby inside of me. I'm a survivor. She sure is. Now, it's funny because she kind of sings like she talks. Can you do an impression of how she talks? Yeah. Um. Do you have like, oh, why don't I do scripture as Reba? Oh, awesome. yeah, that's great. Maybe just your favorite verse. Okay. Psalm 423. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down... Your sleep shall be sweet. Oh, wow, that that's is really awesome good. I think verse. I've I'm never, gonna... I've never heard Reba talk, so I'm assuming that's probably sounds like a. And I'm gonna put that verse in my pocket because sometimes I have trouble sleeping, Laban. Me too. Me too. I, I, I struggle with night terrors, so I would, yeah, I encourage you to, if you start to feel scared at night, start saying that over and over, but make sure you do it in Reba's voice in your head, and it will really calm you. Now, I don't want to be critical, but what I would say is, you know, one question that I have is do you ever think that maybe Reba is uh, maybe becoming so much of your focus because, you know, you clearly are living your life uh, very similar to Reba. But I'm wondering if sometimes that is, is that similar enough to really leading a Christ-centered life uh, if you're always sort of, you know, dressing like her and talking like her and singing the song and eating rats and doing all that stuff? I, I do I do struggle with this because, you know, we are not allowed to have other gods above our God. And I will say God is number one. But if there was such thing as one and a half, that would be Reba. Okay. Now, what's your favorite song Reba does? Well, I really like Fancy. How's that go? Okay, well, it goes... Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. I said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Here's your one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. Is Fancy a person? I don't even understand what that means. Well, I think her mom was saying, you know, 
I'm her mom is telling her as a child, don't let people take advantage of you. You're fancy. Don't let don't let me down. It's your one chance, fancy. Oh. Oh, but who says that? Who says who says here's your chance, fancy? It's just kind of like is the name fancy? Did, but you know, it just seems like a strange turn of phrase, doesn't it? I think um you calling one of Reba's so- songs strange is um I might have to tap out. Okay. okay. Uh, well, and yeah, no offense to Reba, I'm just saying I'm not sure if I've ever heard anyone say, "Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down." I'm gonna I look just... it up on Spotify. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I would just, I would challenge you to think about who are you spending your time with, because if you haven't well, heard def- that, de- definitely not anybody named Fancy. I've, I've like truly never met anyone named Fancy, and no one's ever been like Fancy. Don't let me down. I guess that's why I'm. Okay. Confused. Well, I have five friends named Fancy, so you have five friends named Fancy. Yeah. Are they all in the small group? Yep. Oh, so you've renamed them Fancy. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't born Fancy, but okay. I have renamed them Fancy. So just, <laughs> it's a very common, it's a very common name. The song makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, I could accidentally call you Fancy. Oh, right, please don't. If you call me Fancy, I'm not going to answer to it because no one, no one's ever called me Fancy. Now, is there a competition in the country world between like Reba and Tanya Tucker and Faith Hill and Shania to be like, I'm the queen bee of the country world? Are they kind of fighting it out and jockeying for position? So this is what's this is why Reba is so close to Jesus Christ is, you know, everyone sees this fame and they want some of it and they want to say this isn't real or you're a witch or whatever. She doesn't have an ego. She, the only person that would be a slightly a threat is Dolly Parton. Oh. But leave it to Reba. Reba is best friends with Dolly Parton. Is that right? She embraces the challenge. And this Isn't is just like name? Jesus. Oh. You know, Jesus embraced the people who didn't believe that he was Jesus. Oh, in that name. Jesus blessed them. That's right. Wow. Well, Dolly Parton, I just feel like. I it grieves the heart of God that Dolly thinks she has to put these big breasts in her body to get men to listen to her music. It really causes men to stumble in the flesh when they see those big globes on her chest. I don't think so. Now, does Reba, does she, is she stayed all natural? You know, there's rumors floating around that she has had some fake things put inside of her body but i i think that is all from god i think if you pray hard enough to to keep me a certain way so that the people will respect me he has blessed reba she is blessed now what does she say about being a christian how does she describe her faith and her her walk with christ maybe she's got another fancy song about it yeah is there a song you could interpret as being about christ Mm. well you know she sang away in a manger awesome and i feel like I mean, why not? I don't even know who sang Away in the Manger. Away in the Manger might as well be Reba's song, okay. you know? Yeah. Who else does it belong to? How does she sing Away in a Manger? Does she put her own spin on it? Yeah, she does. Yeah, I can sing it for you if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Away in a manger, don't let me down. Awesome. Wow. No crib for a bed, don't let me down. Yeah, that sounds just like her. Well, it sounds like her, but it's not really the tune of Away in a Manger, is it? Kind of sounds like that fancy song. Does it? Does it? Can you maybe do it again? Oh, uh, why in a manger don't let me down? Well, yeah, that's definitely it because she's saying don't let me down and that was in the fancy song. I think it's... Right? I think it's also... Maybe it's like a... Away in a manger. Up. Away in a manger, don't let me down. 
No, I think that's part of the lyrics. Right. Nobody's ever said, don't let me down about the manger, Hallie. Well, country music, it takes licenses, I think. Maybe it's a mashup. Now, does she sing any worship music? Oh, yes, absolutely. She sings, and um, this is funny because this is my favorite worship song as well, but I can't sing it to you unless I sing like her. Okay, great. Is that all right? I love worship music. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure you know this song. Feel free to, you know, harmonize or pop in whenever you want. Okay. Okay. Our God is an awesome God. He He reigns from heaven above. Don't let me down. With wisdom, power, and love, our God is an awesome God. Don't let me down. Now, why is there don't let me down in that one? I mean, that's clearly not part of the lyrics. So she always... So what I understand here is Reber is just putting don't let me down into the worship music. I think that's part of the song, isn't it? No, I don't. It really isn't. I, I sing that song two, three times a day. And Ooh. it just never, I, it, it, the song won't let you down. You don't even have to put Don't Let Me Down in that song. Oh, one time I DVR'd Carrie Underwood and Vince Gill singing Amazing Grace, and which I think is honestly one of the greatest songs. So, and because think of those words, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch life. Why would you do it in that one, though? That's the thing I don't understand. Is that one is clearly that's a, that's one of the oldest hymns of. Was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, don't, don't let even me do it. Down. Well, we've definitely been let down there. Laban Robertson was played by the absolutely delightful Lauren Robertson. She is a true goofball and a gorgeous soul, and we love her. Follow her at Lauren Mary Rob. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.